0: Uh, hey, Susanna.
1: Hey, David. How's it going?
0: I mean, uh, 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 I mean, I'm okay. I'm doing well, but I got to apologize for this very like nasal. I think the winter has finally hit my sinuses.
1: <laughs> I think I think it's not actually nasal. You're actually going to the like sexy cold voice place where it's like a little deeper
0: like mm-hmm. what I
1: had a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, no, it feels, it feels I'm like I'm hearing the monitor and I'm like, yeah, this is not, this is not my voice, but I'll, I'll try to like go. This is theater. not my
1: beautiful voice. This is
0: not my beautiful voice. I'm more than alto. <laughs> Let me do the bass part on it. So yeah, I'm doing really well, Susanna. Welcome to the solar spill listener. This is a totally different genre of podcast. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, we just went to like weird movie voiceover. Land. Yeah.
0: It's very much the trailer voice. Well, I'm doing great. How are you? How's like all the, prep for the end of this year going for you.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I love New Year's. That's one of my favorite holidays. It's two weeks away. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't know, we always do like some kind of wishing and imagining for the future, like the burning bowl. Have you ever done that? No.
0: What's the burning bowl?
1: It's kind of like a little ritual or tradition you can do where you have a fire or you can even just have a bowl like with a candle in it and you write down something that you want to let go of It could have been something that happened this past year or just something you're ready to be, you know, release and be free of. And you write it down on a piece of paper and you put it in the fire and it burns it up and it goes away. Oh, that's nice.
0: That's really awesome. That sounds like uh, it reminds me of certain sweat lodge traditions like I did a couple sweat lodges back many years ago but we would like throw the like sweat on the fire it sounds like a very similar releasing of something that sounds awesome that's a great tradition we have like a solstice tradition where we try to keep a fire burning all day like from sun up to sundown so weather permitting we'll either do that outside or just do it in our indoor fireplace so we're looking forward to that and New Year's is absolutely one of my favorite years. So wait, hold on. If you're doing a bowl thing, you must be thinking about kind of wishes or intentions, right? For the new year. And I, I right. do have to say, dear listener, this is our last episode of the year. We're going to take some much needed This is the
1: year.
0: Yeah, just of the year. Don't
1: worry. It's <laughs> no, not we'll the back. last episode of all time. It's no, no. It's just from 2021.
0: Yeah, this thing has grown really well. We're definitely going to keep, uh, keep going with it. But Susanna, like on the theme of sort of renewal and New Year, do you have any wishes or intentions, let's say, wishes. Let's start with wishes, hopes for the coming year.
1: Sure. Well, the thing that is on every American's mind right now, especially for those of us who are climate minded, Mm -hmm. um, is that the Build Back Better bill hopefully is going to be approved in the next couple of weeks, which would be huge. Yes, that's That's a big wish to end out 2021 with.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, this is an audio format, so people can't see my fingers are firmly crossed and my toes as well. Like this is it's definitely my big hope for the coming weeks as Biden has promised his signature before the end of or I think before Christmas uh, so in, in theory we're looking at the next week essentially to get this thing done and yeah the you know the carve outs for environmental justice the sort of the flip side of roads rail and infrastructure build is this human component so the carve outs for environmental justice carve outs for uh, domestic laborers. There's like really, really important stuff in there. I think that's going to start to protect, you know, American workers who have had literally historically zero protections and a lot of their work has not had a worth in the real economy and thus workers haven't been protected on things especially domestic workers, domestic laborers and caregivers but also of course just like the massive carve outs for the renewable space like it feels like it would be a bill that would be an accelerant to the electrification of our infrastructure so you know yeah fingers crossed both for environmental justice for uh, rights and protections for workers who've you know been at the margins of our society for far too long legally unprotected. And then of course, just for the general space of like pushing renewables forward. That is also, I share, I share a hope with you. (laughs)
1: Yeah, absolutely. It would be huge. And I'm so excited to think that we actually are finally turning to some solutions Mm -hmm. here that, you know, we're really pointed in the right direction and the bill could really light a fire in terms of things we actually could get done and start to make progress. We talk all the time about how 2030 is this looming deadline and, here's another turning of the year, right? Now we're moving into 2022. So eight years and if this passes, when this passes. When? I kind of hope. <laughs> um, yeah, we have we have some firepower to actually get some solutions going. Yes,
0: and speaking of solutions, that was a beautiful segue. I just have to thank you for that. That was wonderful. Um, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Uh, we've got a really exciting set of plans for the coming year. And first and foremost, we're going to be kind of kicking off a concept season in January. So, you know, this past year has been... Awesome and a lot of fun.
1: Wait, how many episodes did we actually do this year? Oh,
0: dude, we did 22 episodes in this season. What? Yeah, we did 22 episodes in this season. We've done more than that, obviously, if we look back, you know, in terms of when we started this podcast, but really... you don't, we... don't
1: look back at the other ones, guys. <laughs> hey, we've got
0: some popular episodes before we switch formats. We do. And really, like, when we switched to that weekly format and started going through the news, as the folks who've been listening through this whole period, you know, we often... We'll get caught up in current events, but we're we're kind of grazing and talking about solutions. We've never really focused in on any one solution under a microscope. We kind of looked at, looked at them in their relationship to current events. So we thought it would be really cool if we kicked off the new year, 2022, with a kind of mini season that's wholly centered on solutions. So starting in January, we're going to start the solar spill solutions season. Uh, it should take us probably into or close to March. And each week, we're going to be doing a, a mini deep dive into a proposed technology, or strategy, or solution, essentially, to some element of climate change. And Susanna, you've got a couple of really fun ones lined up. Do you want to take the the, the listener through a, l- a little preview?
1: I am so excited about this coming season because it means I get to nerd out, which is my favorite thing to do about <laughs> climate stuff. It's true. But- yeah, I do a bunch of research. So one of the things I want to look into is regenerative agriculture. This is definitely a topic that has been kind of circulating and climate focused people have been talking about for several years. And we actually, we had several films about it um, that we featured in our Climate Action Film Festival.
0: Uh, please allow me to toot your horn for a second. You led an awesome discussion during the last Climate Action Film Festival with a number of farmers who are are, are you know, walking the walk, not just talking to you. you talk to real farmers who are employing the uh, strategies of regenerative agriculture. And actually, I think, you know, sometime in the early new year, we're going to put some of those talks from last year online as we begin to ramp up for the next year's uh, climate action Field festival. Sorry, you just did an awesome job leading that panel. I just wanted to shout that out.
1: Stop, stop. <laughs> Thank you. It was really fun, though. And it's, it's just such an interesting topic that's near and dear to my heart. I have a fun fact to share with you. It's a little teaser mm. for your episode. Okay, so according to the MIT Climate Portal, by converting natural ecosystems like forests and grasslands to farmlands... We're disturbing soil structure, we're releasing stored carbon, and that's contributing to climate change. And over the last 12,000 years, so like when we've been farming, basically, the growth of farmland has released about 110 billion metric tons of carbon from the top layer of soil. That's roughly equivalent to 80 years of present day U.S. emissions.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. So the question that MIT poses and that, you know, is it going to be an interesting one to delve into is can this trend be reversed at the global scale as part of a strategy to help fight climate change? And something particularly I'm interested in, too, is, you know, I'm I have a couple of acres. I don't have hundreds by any means, and I'm certainly not a commercial farmer. But <laughs> I love getting out into my landscape. I love being a steward of the little patch of land that I have. I love gardening. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could make decisions about what to plant here and how to steward this land. And what's the best thing to do for somebody like me who has a little patch of land, but I'm not going to do commercial scale regenerative agriculture, but what can I do in my garden? What can I do in my lawn? So many of us are in that position of you know, I have a little bit of land I want to help, but what do I do? So I'm stoked to dig into how we can help sequester carbon in our soils at a certainly an agricultural level, but also at home.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think there's other episodes we'll be doing as well, because this is it, right? Like folks, I, I think in a lot of ways, the optimist in me is like, this is the moment in history where finally with eight, nine years left on the timetable, you know, humanity catches wise and starts like rapidly throwing ourselves at this problem. The the optimist in me is like all these amazing solutions are going to come up. And also like a bunch of snake oil will probably enter the space. So we will be looking at some farther out there's proposed solutions, even like carbon capture technologies that like fossil fuel companies are actually pushing pretty hard. And we'll take a, yeah, we'll take a hard look at them and, you know, not for the sake of just throwing them out because they're coming from fossil fuels, but we do have to examine and begin to prioritize which of these technologies or which of these strategies are worth our time and worth our focus on a human scale. We've even heard proposals to throw miles long chains of solar panels into low orbit in space to beam power wirelessly back to Earth. So we'll be looking at solar in space and like carbon capture technologies and and a whole bunch of others. Is that like
1: the largest wireless iPhone charger?
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, your device has to be kind of resting directly on the surface of the earth. Like it has to be within a few miles. Yeah, it's exactly. It's the largest.
1: Oh, my gosh. That seems like such a silly idea for so many reasons. But,
0: but yeah, we got we to gotta put it through its paces, Susanna.
1: That's right. That's yeah. right. Another one that I'm curious about is sail freight. Mm-hmm. Because the, we talked about this actually in our last episode that, you know, shipping things on huge container ships, that is one of the most efficient ways to move things around. And yet maritime transport still emits about 2.5% of global greenhouse gas emissions. So if it was considered its own country, it would be the sixth biggest polluter just just in front of Germany. So, I mean, that's... That's a huge problem. If we could tackle that, whoa, that would be incredible. So I'm stoked about looking into that because there's lots of really interesting technological advances that are happening there. And it's, you know, it's kind of using an ancient technology, right? Like we've been (laughs) using the wind to get around on boats for a very long time.
0: Yeah, that's super, super cool. And as as a sort of a bit of housekeeping and good program development for the Solar Spill, y'all, we finally have an email address. Uh, We've created we've created Spill at suncommon.com, which is an active email address. So if you're out there listening and you've got any ideas for solutions that you'd like to see us check out and tackle in the coming season or if you just have questions, thought starters for a future episode, uh concerns, anything that we should know about, uh definitely drop us a line, we'll be glad to respond in person. That email will go to myself and Susanna. Um and we'll be checking that as the stuff comes in.
1: I almost just did the AOL you've got mail
0: <laughs> you've got mile
1: thus aging myself to an era of the internet that has yeah. been long forgotten
0: i will i will give you i don't know if i'll give you like high fives or extra like ribbing if you still have an active aol account tucked away somewhere please yeah come on You were
1: what i have a hotmail account
0: Yeah. Hotmail. Exactly. I probably could still get access maybe to my old Hotmail account if I tried. Anyway, it's been, it's been an awesome season, Susanna, like 22 episodes, I guess 23, if you count this one. And it's just been really, it's honestly, I told you this yesterday. It's like, honestly, one of the joys of my work life uh, is just getting to do this awesome podcast with you.
1: It is so fun, yeah. I'm so thankful that we have a handful of people who actually listen to it. Thank you for to our podcast. <laughs> yes, that so is our fun.
0: our greatest gratitude is being listened to, so we can keep on doing this really, really fun work. So, yeah, for the solar spill, we're going to be taking off for the rest of this year, the like week and a half, two weeks left of this year. And we'll be back in January with our solutions season. As always, uh, if you're interested in going solar for your home or business, we can we can help you out. We are in the Hudson Valley and capital region of New York, as well as most, if not all of Vermont. We basically will service the entire state. That's uh, SunCommon, uh, suncommon.com uh, to get you started on your path to powering your home, your business, your life with renewable
1: energy. Well, it's been a great year and I'm really looking forward to our 2022 season. So happy new year. Happy
0: new year.